0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Recap of Honor podcast. I'm your host, Colin Tesser of wrestlezone.com. Now, if you're watching the the vi- visual edition of this, you might notice that it's daytime, even though it's a rainy day here where, where I live. But uh, yes, we're doing this uh, a little earlier than usual. I usually have been recording this show out of necessity Monday nights right after the watch party on Fight TV. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I realized that, the, at least today, I don't know if it's a, a regular thing or not, but today, the Ring of Honor ROH uh, R- 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 Wrestling episode from this weekend was available at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. So, of course, I thought, hey, let me watch this earlier than usual and make my, my job a little bit easier so I can watch the show, get to really enjoy it rather, rather than scrambling to watch it and, and cover it and everything so uh, I know that worked out a lot better for me. I hope that you all enjoy this new time as well assuming that this is uh, actually the new time I, I do hope that this will be a, a regular thing I'll, that remains to be seen I don't know if this was like a, a glitch where the, re- the episode happened to upload uh too early or not but we're gonna ride it out and hope for the best in the very least this week I get to enjoy doing the show earlier than usual a good uh basically what well, almost three hours earlier than usual so I, I know that I, I appreciate that I hope you do again um and I gotta I gotta comment here my Colin Tester, everybody, of wrestling.com, the senior editor here. Uh, I, Ring of Honor is my beat. I've been covering it since, since I started working here. So I've been I've seen a lot of growth in Ring of Honor and the show that gets better and better by the week. And I do the show every week uh, to cover the weekly show and the just the general happenings in the Ring of Honor world. So uh, I should say this show, like everything we do here at Zone, is available on any number of streaming platforms, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. Uh, I, we, we, we got you covered so make leave a like subscribe we appreciate you so ladies and gentlemen this week's episode of ring of honor wrestling was star-studded to say the least we got three big matches and all three of them featured um some of my very favorites in ring of honor we got to see bandito we got to see matt taven and mike bennett the, the ogk we got to see tracy williams and tony Deppen. All, all those guys and more and i should say we got uh, bandito face flamita we got to see the ogk face uh beer city bruiser and ken dixon a ring of Honor dojo student getting a, a chance in the spotlight here so definitely a very exciting episode here of Ring de of saying we started uh, in a very with a very hot match between bandito and flamita uh this was a pay-per-view quality match and i know i say that a lot guys but it is true okay uh the the more often than not, you know the the Ring of Honor shows here every week. They do offer pay per view quality matches, and they're absolutely free. That's why I do this show to tell you: you gotta be watching Ring of Honor. You gotta check it out. You gotta enjoy it. It's absolutely free, whether it's on Fight, whether it's on uh, the Ring of Honor website. That's that's how I that's how what I watched it on today. Uh, very pleasantly surprised to see that it was available uh, at three o'clock on, in the afternoon. So, whatever platform you want to use to watch Ring of Honor, there there are several. Make sure to check it out because every match you're not going to be disappointed. And and this match I I put up, and this this is a perfect example as to why you should bother me with your It's Bandido, it's Flamita, two of the very best uh, luchadors or high flyers, whatever you want to say, however you want to, uh, I guess, classify them, five by the word, two of the very best in the game, uh, bar none. So Bandito, one of my very favorites in new honor, has been that case ever since I first saw him. And that was, I think, way back in 2019. Feels like, 20, like 10 years ago at this point. But he is so good so good at this whole wrestling thing not not just as a high fire he's he's every time he's out there he's doing stuff that just blows my mind uh, whether it's his um, the twenty one plex or you know, Spanish flies, whatever it may be, this match was more, was much more physical. This was definitely a different layer to to Bandito. Whereas usually he's the happy go lucky high fire guy, this time he was he was bringing the heat. He was he and Flamita had this uh, heated grudge match. Of course, they used to be partners in Mexico Squad. We've seen Mexico Squad kind of crumble here uh, since the nineteenth anniversary pay per view, where they had an absolute slam banger of, of a triple threat match, uh, and we've seen some uh some even more tension after that they they kind of uh firmly uh, officially imploded in a tag team match a couple weeks ago where they lost to the uh the foundation uh the and lethal there uh and now this match you know, that's where we, that's what led to here uh what we got the very very exciting match up here and uh, i will say like i said i've always really enjoyed bandito this match made me say wow for can go too i mean both these guys really impressed me this weekend and uh, in, in this episode um it just and I, I can't speak kindly enough of it. I mean, they were beyond even just not just the high flying. They were throwing some stiff strikes. There was one lump there. just chopping the crap out of each other. Uh, and I think that's one of the benefits of these empty arena shows. You can really hear everything. And usually if it's a pure match, you'll hear, you know, the wrestlers talking or, or it does, it, it hypes up that physical, uh, the, the physical aspect but here it's like when you're hearing when you're really hearing the the chops the strikes the kicks that even adds even more to it here so uh of course uh, we we talk about it through on every show here the the wrestle zone uh the audio streams but um you know whenever the wrestling world it, we are kind of seeing this return to normalcy but um you know, I in a way I'll be sad to see it go because these, these empty arena shows really do add a lot to the product, and I've enjoyed it from the start. So, and, and uh, it made this great match even better. Just the, again, that the, the sounds of the chops are just I've made it absolutely brutal to watch in a very unexpected way. You know, you, you see Bandito and Flamita. You expect to see high flyers and you know you know high flying moves naturally, but this was uh, a good mixture of high flying and and uh, stiff offense, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. Bandito did not pick up the victory though. I thought he would on paper. Um, it made sense that he might win this one. Uh, I've always viewed him as kind of the, the breakout star waiting to happen in Mexico squad. Uh, but Bandita, uh, Bandito lost this match. Uh, Flamita basically cheated when Bandito went for the X knee, one of his patented signature moves. Uh, he accidentally hit the referee, Todd Sinclair. So that allowed Flamita to hit him with the belt. And uh, rather than going for a different move, uh, Flamita pinned him right then and there uh kind of an, a little interesting twist there but i mean hey i, I probably wouldn't kick out if i got hit uh blowed about either so no harm no foul there for the, for this loss for bendito hopefully he'll get revenge sooner or later because again i think this guy in my mind f- future world champion material absolutely if Fringard's right. I think the Benito is no matter what he's going places, I think he could do great things in Ring of Honor and or beyond that. I just think he's such a talented guy, and like, like I said, uh, Flamita as well really won me over in this match. Not that it's, not to say that I hadn't been impressed by him in the past, but. Um, wow both these guys absolutely incredible great way to start the show uh in some ways i expected the the ogk match maybe to start this show but instead we got this absolutely heated uh fun fast paced and this physical match to start the show great way to start it off and I, i really enjoyed it so uh, just absolutely great. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I Just going off the comments here, love, we can talk about the main event, go a little out of order here, because yes, as Rumar uh, McLean-Spencer is saying here in the comments, he says, I was a little surprised that Deppen took the TV title from Tracy Williams, but at least he's half of a Titan champion. So yes, Tracy Williams lost the Ring of Honor World Television champion this week, uh Championship this week. He won the title at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view when he defeated Kenny King after Dragon League. Then the champion was unable to compete uh, at that same pay-per-view. He also won the tag titles with red titus so even though uh williams lost the tv title this week he is still a tag team champion with red titus so the foundation still has gold along with uh, jonathan gresham and the pure title but i gotta admit i was very surprised um i again one of the, I've, I've said it before here but one of the challenges of of working working as a wrestling writer you, sometimes things get spoiled for you so i i i saw this news yesterday where it was like uh and that's also partially because of the ring of honor broadcasting uh schedule where it is a little um it, it varies. And some people get to watch the show on Friday. Some people watch it Saturday, Sunday. I am on until Monday, so it was, it was pretty much inevitable that I was going to see the results of this match at least because it is the title. It's, it's a big deal. So, yes, Trace Williams lost, and I'm going to admit, I did not see this coming. I, I, this match was booked. They hyped it up. I'm like, all right, yeah, Tony Deppin's got this this new, um, not even a fresh coat of paint because he's still a newcomer to Ring of Honor, but I'm looking at it like Tracer Williams just won the title, has barely been a month, uh, hasn't defended it yet. As far as I know, I may be wrong about that, but i did not expect this at all uh, i'm to pe- peek a little bit behind the curtains i play total extreme wrestling like a wrestling simulator i love to play as i like to kind of play out these matches that when they're announced and see how they go and kind of it's fantasy booking at, at its finest and i really enjoy it and it's a very popular some of you in the uh that are watching this may, may play it as well but if you don't ever I, it's fun it's, it's just a fun game fun, a fun escape and a fun way to enjoy wrestling as we do here else's own but uh, the point of that is saying that i if, if, but confidently predicted that, that Trace Williams would, would win that match. Um, and he didn't. I was stunned when I saw the news yesterday. Uh, so even though that wasn't someone to watch it this afternoon – I, I was still just, you know, surprised that this is the way that the Ring of Honor won—that that, that uh, Depp won the title. But at the same time, not to say it's it's not a bad choice by any means, because I we I've talked about it pretty much for for weeks, if not months now. They've got this the stable warfare stretching out here, the Foundation, LFI, and now Violence Unlimited. So now Ring of Honor's gold is basically stretched across three staples. So naturally, you're going to want to give one of those factions so some championships kind of help them stay afloat in that uh battle for for stable supremacy so now we've got roosh and alify as the world champion you've got the foundation which like i said it has the peer championship and it still has the tag team championships and now violence unlimited has the tv title so uh as rumar says i was very surprised that depp took the title but um well deserved uh, the guy has worked uh all across the the independent circuit for years now and he's very very talented um and i was hoping to see him like even uh, his first match ring of honor uh that was back in the the period the pure to- the tournament back in october or so uh he impressed me then he came back for fine battle he impressed me with that um so and then he uh, aligned with violence limited here so very, i was very excited about that so i I've, it's a well-deserved win i'm hopeful that he'll have a good run with it they'll defend it i think he's a very talented wrestler this was a very enjoyable match as well i shouldn't uh short change that trace williams one of my very favorites uh a very great technical wrestler i like the story of this one where uh depp and literally reminded williams he had a couple points you're not in the division anymore this is the world tv title you know the rope breaks don't really matter like the rope breaks matter but they're not counted like they're in in pure rules matches and you know there aren't as many rules as pure matches so i like that and i think it it kind of cost trace williams a match because at one point i hit the his pile driver which he has won several or i should say many matches with he pinned uh Deppin but then Deppin was able to get a rope break and I think um I may I may be projecting but I think Williams like at least in the storyline thought that uh Depp had used his rope breaks but if there were a peer match that'd be the case this was not a peer match I thought that was a nice cover little layer to that because we did see Trace Williams have and he has had it, a, a lot of success in the peer division Um uh, kind of uh kind of, kind of cost him this one so I like that little wrinkle bear um this is a great main event. I'm, I'm, we went out of order because uh, of the comments here, but I, I never mind doing that. So this is a very good main event. Uh, I imagine as a viewer, like if you didn't know this result ahead of time, this would have been like, oh, wow. Like As I said, I was surprised when I saw the result. Uh, if you didn't know the result going into your, watching this, I would imagine you'd be surprised to see uh, Deppin won this match. He rolled up Chase Williams, kind of like trap his arm in him. Uh, I think it was like a, uh, Ian Rick said it was like a splay or something like that. Not a roll up or a schoolboy, just kind of a, a modified pin maneuver there. Um, this was a very good match, so I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and now, you know, like I said, now all three stables in the, in the stable warfare are. I don't want to say evenly matched, but now they all have titles. So that adds even more kind of weight to this uh, battle of the factions. And I, am enjoying that as we go along here. And now, uh, now it's got even more stakes because the the Viles limited, you know, they won this week. They want, they won this, you know, stable versus stable match. Uh, and they took, they took, uh, Trace Williams title. So. I'm very excited to see how we can do continue to progress here with the stable warfare i know i'm enjoying it a lot it's been just a very dynamic situation that i've uh, enjoyed to see how it's playing out and i'm excited to see what happens next with it so uh beyond that the, the middle match here was the ogk matt taven and mike bennett two uh, homegrown ring of honor guys that we've seen uh they've been teaming together since bennett returned in the fall and now the, and now the vincent is Supposedly gone, or on the on on this journey. I didn't mention that last week, but Bateman and the Right just uh, talked about Vincent being away, and they said they're still going to you know carry on his message. So, as far as the the ogk is concerned, Vincent is gone for now, so they can focus on the tag titles. So. Uh, They face Beer City Bruiser and Ken Dixon, an RRH Ring of Honor dojo guy uh, that aligned with Bruiser last week uh, on Ring of Honor week by week in an exclusive online match. So uh, we've seen Dixon on TV before. I think that was the Christmas episode or so where we saw a bunch of the dojo guys go in there, and I know I was impressed about it back then. I talked about it. Uh, Dixon got a good look. I don't know much about him. He seems like a talented guy, Uh, but now getting this pair at least supposed pairing with beer city bruiser seemed like it, it could be good for him but it seemed it was uh, ultimately a short-lived alliance because uh the OGK won a uh, bruiser kept scolding uh Ken Dixon for making rookie mistakes for for getting too cocky with Matt Taven a former world champion for making just a couple you know errors that really you know kind of cost him the match and then it officially did cost him the match you know that he could have won but at one point by pinning Taven but he let him go and uh that let Taven and Bennett ultimately pin Dixon uh i believe let me check my notes here um but they pinned um they got the pin i I, let's say that i'm not quite positive who got the pin there um let me see Oh, uh, yes, they did. Of course, they pinned Dixon, as you might predict. that You, you wouldn't think they'd pin Bearsie Bruiser here, and that's fine. You know, if you're a rookie, you're going to take pins like that, of course. Uh, and the Bearsie Bruiser is a very – he's one tough dude. You're not going to want to take uh, pins more often than he has to. But uh big win for those here uh here, kind of, a, a you know, something that you may not necessarily – think because they have been so involved in this feud with vincent and the righteous they've been at the top of the tag rankings for quite a while and they have not gotten a tag title shot yet so the has made it pretty clear that like now that they're kind of focusing on the tag titles you know assuming they, they won this match they'd be in pretty darn good standing for a tag title shot in the near future they won so you have to think that uh literally Ian rickman said it their next match will probably be against the tag champions which i as i said a couple minutes ago would be uh, at this point trace williams and Rhett titus at the foundation so then you can uh, even though the the ogk isn't necessarily a stable at this point you still kind of put them in that like stable warfare with that stable warfare kind of thing it's a, a pretty fun dynamic there as well uh to see how they might fit into that um but a big one for them. I'm I'm enjoying seeing them reunite here in Ring of Honor, and I can't even say reunite because they've been back together for months now. But kind of enjoying this this journey of their, uh, the re- like a reunion tour of of, of, a, of a band, I guess in some ways. But uh, the big story was after the match because uh Matt Taven smashed a beer bottle over Beer City Bruiser's head that's what started this whole thing when Beer City Bruiser turned heel in the first place he smashed a beer bottle over Taven's head so a little bit of turnabout is fair play a little bit of revenge there uh but uh and that would have been one that, that would have been enough but Brian Malonis, or or Brawler Malonis, however uh, you want to refer to him Beer City Bruiser's tag team partner in the bouncers he was on commentary for this match kind of saying like oh i'm still we're still together we're still the bouncers uh so this is just you know uh, uh, this is a, a sham he's he's teaming with this dojo guy but it's not an actual team which is you know true in in, in hindsight uh because after taven attacked beer city bruiser snatched a beer bottle over his head and walked away Malones was like hey man I'm like what's this about because uh, Malones has been defending taven and bennett to beer city bruiser trying to explain this this difference in uh rationale and reasoning and uh rather than kind of uh, coming to a coming to a common understanding, uh, Malonus, you know, confronted them, let them go, but then he came to the ring and told Bruiser, "Hey, man, even right all along, he attacked Ken, Dick, Ken Dixon, so the beers, the bouncers are still together. Uh, they're not breaking up." Uh, Bill Pritchard of Russellone recently interviewed the bouncers, and they talked about their their supposed split and uh, they made it pretty clear that they were not splitting up but you know you kind of figured maybe they are maybe they're on the road towards splitsville and they're not they're back together they are reunited they, they embraced so the bouncers are here to stay with uh, new bitter or more uh more you know violent and uh, maybe even desperate of a, of a mindset there and i think that's a very interesting shift there rather than being these happy-go-lucky fun guys now they're guys that want to win at any cost and then that's just, it's been this natural progression and you had to wonder how it would go with Maloneus and bruiser there I assumed I, I was. I, I, I kind of struck out this week. I, I thought Bandito was going to win. I thought Trace Williams was going to win. And I thought that, or at least uh, not necessarily as, as a v- reflection of this week, but just in general, I thought the, the bouncers were going to break up and they didn't. So the bouncers are sticking together. And I think that's good for the tag division. They're one of the more established tag teams. So I think that's a very good thing. Uh, Big one for the OGK. But uh, even though they lost, the bouncers are sticking together. So. You know, maybe they'll get a tag title shot down the road. Uh, so I think this is very good for the tag division, like I said. Now you've got the OGK, you've got the bouncers, you've got the briscoes, you've got the champions and the foundation. Um, any permutation of LFI and Violence Unlimited, you've got soldiers of savagery, all these teams, the very you know, so suddenly the the tag the tag the tag division, excuse me, is looking pretty darn good. So uh, top to bottom here, this was a very fun show. The, the opening match of Benidorm Fumida was a was a banger. I don't even, I don't say that word a lot, but it was good. You gotta check it out. Uh Maybe maybe more than all three matches on this on this card. That was a that was a main event quality match and it was opening match then we saw the ogk and that was a very storage of match like that a lot and then we got this very technical main event even though it wasn't a pair rules match it was still it was a title match and it, was, it had a fairly surprising t- title change so um you know yet again we're on we're on a very solid stretch here where like every every single week i'm sitting here saying great show from ring of honor i enjoy it a lot it was a good show you gotta check it out um i think that I've, I've probably said that every week since we started this show and i i say it truthfully it's a it's a good show it's a great show I pretty pretty consistently um you know again i i've talked about it pretty pretty consistently here i i cover raw i cover smackdown i cover nxt i watch aw aw and do news coverage for that every week ring of honor like i i hold up to those shows just as much even though WWE is this global company uh this you know monopoly if you will even though aw's got all this buzz and it's very exciting ring of honor you know, they say they've got the best wrestling on the planet and it's really darn good. And like, I think that is a very, I, I I have a hard time arguing against the idea that it's the best wrestling on the planet. When you've got guys like Bandito, Tracy Williams, Mike Bennett, Matt, T- Matt Taven, all these guys, very, very talented, great roster, you know, criminally underrated, all of all of them. Like People have got to watch Ring of Honor. That is one of my objectives in doing this show, to like raise awareness for Ring of Honor and how much I enjoy it. And ho- I hope you do as well. Now, before, before we get out of here, I do want to uh, talk about some more of the more general happenings here. So former Ring of Honor announcer Lenny Leonard appeared on the ROH Strong podcast this week. He is returning to Ring of Honor imminently and he talked about that on the podcast and uh i will have coverage of this tomorrow either later today or tomorrow on WrestleZone, uh just to, uh, for highlights but um lenny leonard will uh, he discussed in the podcast that he'll be returning uh to to call or to do commentary for the women's tournament this summer now we've seen some developments on that we will learn the first official entrant in that tournament this this wednesday on women's vision wednesday uh, but that I will admit Leonard was before my time. I'm looking at my notes now. He was a Ring of Honor from 2005 to 2009. He's worked with Evolve, Shimmer, uh, uh, Shine, Dragon Gate, Dragon Gate USA, all these promotions. Very, very well versed uh, in, in commentary and just the wrestling business. Now he's come back to Ring of Honor. Um, and like I said, I, I started watching wrestling I'm uh, sorry, watching Ring of Honor not until 2019. I watched it a little bit when I first started watching wrestling, uh, right around 2009 2010, but I was much younger than I don't remember it very well. So my my you know mindset, my my memory of Ring of Honor or my definition of Ring of Honor in many ways is defined by the modern company, right? I don't necessarily that I don't remember any level of that that was before my time. I, I literally don't have familiarity with his work um beyond knowing where he's been and knowing what he's done in that and on paper uh but i think this is it's always fun when one ring of honor kind of goes back to the past uh pays tribute to the past uh and obviously as as the the notes here say he was worked with shine shine and Strummer, two very renowned women's promotions so i think that's very good for for ring of honor to kind of bring that in and bring that familiarity there and he's like he was he was there for four years he's a very uh, old school ring around a guy, so I think that's that's a great gut for them to be able to bring him back for this tournament, uh, and if not more than that, I don't know if there's any more to it than that. Like I said, I will have coverage of that uh, tomorrow, today or tomorrow, depending how uh, <laughs> how things go here. Uh, but speaking of Women's Vision Wednesday, we got the first Women's Vision Wednesday this past week, and we got to see the first four women that may or may not be in the Women's Tournament. We got to see Haiyan, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, Laney Luck, Roxy, and and Taylor. It was a tag team match with all of these four women making their Ring of Honor debuts. They fought to a, a time limit draw. They all look great. They all, you know, proved that they are Ring of Honor worthy, that the Ring of Honor ready. So... Uh, while none of them won the match and necessarily like booked their ticket to the tournament, they all proved that they could very well hold their own in the tournament. So if they got, if they got, Uh, a spot in the bracket uh i think i'd be very much excited to see what they could do and i'm looking forward to seeing uh this week on women's vision wednesday we'll find out who the first official entrant into the tournament is maria canales bennett the first lady of ring of honor will reveal that information on wednesday at 7 p.m eastern so make sure to check that out um and if you don't watch if you don't watch it live we'll have coverage of the news here at wrestlezone as well um but uh, this is a great initiative from Ring of Honor to, to really kind of put the spotlight back on women's wrestling. Definitely something that fans have been clamoring to see for months, if not longer now. So, especially since the restart here with Ring of Honor, so now we're getting women's wrestling back in Ring of Honor, which is very that's a great thing. Yeah, you know, we don't need to really uh, focus on that too too much, but obviously that is a good thing for 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 everyone concerned. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, something else I'm looking forward to. Brian Johnson, the Mecca, uh, issued an open challenge for the weekend of May eighth. That's next weekend. Then the the next episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Not sure who he'll be be facing, but uh, obviously a very um, confident Mecca uh, issued this open challenge. And my money would be on Mark Briscoe. We saw them have a bit of a confrontation after uh, Johnson defeated Dan House a couple weeks ago. So that could be a potential match there uh, for Brian Johnson. And I'll be unbiased. Brian Johnson was one of my favorites. I think he is very, one of the most underrated guys in all of wrestling. You know, if, if not, especially the Mega roster great on the mic, very enjoyable in the ring. I think he's just, i i enjoy all of his matches whenever he's out there and i am biased because he's the he's the first guy and i interviewed here for wrestle but um and if you if if you haven't checked that out, make sure to check that out but i'm i always am very excited to see him on my tv for my ring of Honor wrestling so whoever he's facing next week i'm sure it'll be a very fun match and i'm looking forward to seeing that and of course next week a big uh, a big grudge match. We'll see Angelina Love face Quinn McKay, the host of Ring of Honor Wrestling, making her in-ring debut, uh, at least on Ring of Honor Wrestling. I, I've never seen her in the ring. I don't, I don't think she's been in the ring you know, on TV. As far as I know, I could be wrong. But um, definitely this in this high-profile match, facing Angelina Love, a former women's champion, um, in Ring of Honor and beyond. I think that'll be um at least in terms of like buzz around it in terms of the story we'll tell. The allure attacked uh, Quinn McKay months ago and now we're getting this chance for revenge uh, next next week on Mega Wrestling looking forward to that. And uh, if Angelina Love wins, she will earn a first-round bye in the women's in the women's tournament this summer. So I think uh obviously she'll be uh motivated to win that one. But of course, Quinn McKay wants to not only earn revenge but also you know prove that she could uh deserve a spot in the women's tournament as well uh on her end. So Definitely an, an exciting match there to look out for. Uh, we did get, at least on a previous edition, I'm reading the X-Files now. Kevin Eck from from Ring of Honor posts like kind of a weekly roundup of all the news in Mega We Honor. Uh, previously, there was an announcement that the Viscos would face EC3 and Flip Gordon next weekend, but EC3, unfortunately, has been battling an infection, and he has been hospitalized. We, have, we had coverage of that at WrestleZone, um, and they haven't officially canceled the match as far as I know. They haven't really made an announcement about it, but I don't know if that match is still on for next week i will um keep you all posted and obviously i'll be back here next week so if the the match doesn't happen we'll be talking about whatever happens instead hopefully that's a match that we get to see at some point because of course the briscoes uh, have their respective issues with uh ec3 and flip gordon there uh so i I would definitely want to see that match and you know whenever that may happen now we don't know what's happening next week uh like I said, we know that Quimdeca is facing Angelina Love. Brian Johnson has, has issued open challenge. I would assume maybe we'll get a third match like this week. Usually Ring of Honor does like two match shows and does some other video packages and whatnot, but this week was one of the ones where we got three matches so I, I I just don't know, we'll have to wait and see what happens next week, definitely looking forward to it uh, it's May now and just um, if I had to guess, we might be on the road to our next pay-per-view here, kind of based on the, the model we've seen recently we had Final Battle, then we had the 19th anniversary show, that was roughly like a two month gap there, uh, the, the 19th, 19th anniversary show was in March now it's May, so if I had to, if I was a betting man, I might think that we might be on the road to uh, the return of the best in the world pay-per-view which is in June, that is purely my guess, I don't know that I've not heard anything about that. I was just saying that, you know, I'd be curious to see uh, if we get kind of build to that, whether we've, I've been talking about the, the stable warfare, uh, the, 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 the title uh, division between the three stables there uh, in, in of Honor, Um Obviously, the second uh, as soon as they announce something, I will to make sure to uh, pass it along uh, both in this show and in WrestleZone uh, for news coverage. But um, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that will be the case. But if not, obviously, when you've got this great weekly show that's delivering pay per view quality matches, you don't need to rely on pay per views as much. So that's a winning recipe. Now, uh, as I said here my goal here is to just say ring Honor is great i enjoy it a lot it's a great weekly show uh can't recommend it enough it's f- absolutely free it's on fight tv uh, tonight we which is the ring rounder watch r- with the watching Honor party on twitter uh but also it's on it was on the ring Honor website it's on best in the world it's on stir it's on all these different platforms so y- y- you don't have to go far very far to watching and, I, and y- there's no reason not to it's it's a very it's literally like a 50 minute show uh, it's super easy to watch it's fun to watch um can't recommend enough and whether you do or don't check out this show because i'll be covering it every week bringing you uh the review of the show and all the latest happenings in ring of honor because i enjoy ring of honor and i enjoy wrestling which is what we will do here wrestling and so we try to help you all do by our various uh, post shows i'll be back here later tonight for watching this live for the the monday night raw post show of john clark john and i do the nxt post show on tuesdays the dynamite dudes have to do AEWs on wednesdays they also do wcw revit and to scratch your your fantasy booking itch uh, robert d felice and i do the smackdown double down on fridays we've constantly got great uh interviews coming to you guys bill interviewed uh, bill pritchard interviewed nick aldis the nwa world's heavyweight champion he interviewed Sankara. we've gotten interviewed with, we've gotten interview with thunder rosa all these great things make sure to leave like subscribe all these things are available on any number of streaming platforms whether it's soundcloud spotify youtube apple Podcasts, whatever it may be uh, make sure to leave like subscribe we appreciate your support i appreciate you for and thank and thank you for watching slash listening to this uh, make sure to tune in again next week for what, what's sure to be a very exciting show and remember remember here the Zone, above all else we do one thing above everything and that is to enjoy wrestling thank you for listening everybody